Hi, and welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast for December the 2nd, 2020. It's hard to believe that we're in December, but time has changed, and so here we are now. Today's topic, I want to talk to you about climate change 2020. As you know, they've had a big summit about climate change, and we know that the climate is changing not for the better, but for the worse, um, unfortunately. And so that's going to mean more hurricanes, more floods, more tornadoes, more ice melting along the Arctic Circle, the fringes of the Arctic Circle, and more changes in animal environment uh, leaving, you know, animals leaving and people leaving to relocate and migrate to different um, areas of the country and of the world. And so this year, 2020, was one record-breaking year. We had a record-breaking number of hurricanes. And the, the word of the day, the catchphrase that most people have been talking about, most scientists in the community, um, is sustainability, uh, the ability of global sustainability, and in terms of our how the climate is going to impact our food supply, global food supply, and how it's going to impact where we live. Um, where we, one article states that wildfire weary Californians are tired of being the new normal, having to consider uprooting their lives. As you know, a lot of Californians were moving out to Arizona and Utah and Wyoming to other states in the Inner Mountain West to get away from the constant wildfires in the, up in the Sierra Nevada hills and up in Oregon and Washington State. And it's just been nearly 7,900 wildfires that have consumed more than 3.4 million acres and claimed 26 lives in California this year. And so a lot of Californians are considering, because of the climate, moving to other states. But it's also been the economy of California. As you know, it's one of the third or fourth largest economies in the world. They have 45 million people that live in California. They have 20 million visitors annually. Uh, it's a huge economy and a huge state. And when you have this kind of climatic toll on your state, you realize that it becomes a breaking point. And so a lot of families are considering migrating out of California into a cheaper cost of living state, um, an area where the taxes are going to go up because these services have to be replaced. As you know, Pacific Gas and Electric filed for bankruptcy after the fire in Paradise, California a couple years ago. So, but not only that, this climatic change that we're experiencing is going to continue for the next 10 years. So between 2021 and 2031, we're going to have these dramatic climatic change shifts that's going to affect everything from the ozone layer to the water we drink. And remember now, we've had the radiation in our, our, our waters um, off the coast of the Pacific Ocean because of the Fukushima disaster in Japan and other disasters. So that's still an ongoing concern that the media does not really talk about a lot. There's still radiation in those waters off the Pacific coast because of the Fukushima disaster, nuclear power plant disaster, the earthquake, the tsunami. Uh, there's disaster still in the Gulf of Mexico with the oil spill briefly that messed up a lot of animals and fish life there. The Arctic sea ice has shrunk to a second lowest number ever recorded, and national scientists say it will get absolutely worse. And this is since record-keeping began on the ice-melting glaciers in, in 1978, so it hasn't been too long, just a little over 40-something years. The Arctic sea ice cover ice shrunk to 1.44 million square miles. By September 15th, the National Snow and Ice Data Center at the University of Colorado in Boulder announced Monday. This is only 135,000 square miles higher than the lowest extent reached in 2012 when we had that big uh, lowest thing. So the sea ice is melting. The ocean levels are rising. And on top of that, climate change is affecting um, not only 
people's migratory patterns. As you know, over 60 to 70% of the world's population lived on some type of coastline or near the water, some river, a stream, a bay, an ocean, right? But now, according to CNN.com, humanity is raging a suicidal war on nature. That's what the UN chief, the UN Secretary General, who announced today during the Climatic Change Conference, Antonio Guterres, issued a searing indictment of humanity's war, quote-unquote, on the environment Wednesday in a speech on the state of the planet in which he urged everyone to prioritize, quote, making peace with nature. He says, we're facing a devastating pandemic, new heights of global heating, new lows of ecological degradation, and new setbacks in our work toward global goals for more equitable, inclusive, and sustainable development. Uh, UN Secretary General Gutierrez delivered his remarks at Columbia University in New York. He said, to put it simply, the state of the planet is, quote, broken. And there was two reports, one from the World Meteorological Organization, based in Geneva, Switzerland, and the other from the United Nations Environmental Program, spell out exactly how close we are to climate catastrophe. Just think about for a moment the toll that it's going to take of not having clean air, clean water, uh, access to sanitary services. Um, it's going to take on the millions of people around the globe. We're approaching, fast approaching 8 billion people on this globe. We have over 7.5 billion people in the world. And you can just imagine the vast toll it's going to take on humanity, the resources that's going to be needed. It takes a lot of resources. Right now, air and water pollution are killing 9 million people annually. That's more than six times the current toll of this pandemic that we're going through. Um, And now we have people are building further and further into the Amazon. We have more deforestation. People are building further and further into wetlands and Everglades, houses and all kind of uh, subdivisions and condos and all kind of things. That's encroaching upon livestock and animals' abilities and animal habitats and disrupting wild spaces. So we could see even more threats to our climate because of that as well. All of this is coming to a big, big disaster, okay? China, they say that their environment is still grim despite five years of progress. You know, they have some of the worst air quality in the world. And, you know, they made a lot of progress, but it's still much to be done. And their global biodiversity targets, um, we have failed to met those for 2020. Uh, the countries will meet again in China in May to try to rework the framework of trying to increase the biodiversity that we see in our wildlife. And to continue to work with to keep endemic species endemic to a particular country healthy and thriving. But that's going to take work in the midst of a pandemic. And it's one thing to have a pandemic, but it's another thing to not have a pandemic and not have access to clean water like the people in Flint, Michigan. Or to not have access to clean air like the people in Shenzhen, China. Or to not have access to sunlight adequate sunlight needed the vitamin d needed for those in the northern latitudes above the arctic circle or in greenland or iceland or in the scandinavian provinces like finland and northern northern norway and northern finland northern sweden uh these things are going to create a monumental or not have access to rain when it's a severe drought as it is in the american southwest right now or as it is over in africa and some parts of africa or some parts of asia in the gobi desert above mongolia or in some parts of Europe, there's been a severe drought in the areas where it hadn't flooded out. Or maybe you get too much rain. 
Maybe you get torrential rains or a monsoonal type rain like they had in the flooding rains in Italy and France, southern France and Italy and in um, England and, and, and Ireland. This is the turning point of climatic change. We are the turning point with climate change and clean energy will need to be emphasized. Hurricane seasons will be continued to be elevated as we speak. As a matter of fact, the 2021 hurricane season is predicted to be even busier than this current hurricane season that we just ended two or three days ago. And so what can we do? What can we do to help our, do our part with climatic, to help stop the rise of this dramatic climate change? Well, first of all, I just want to suggest that everybody can do something. Maybe we can reduce the amount of waste that we have in our house that we throw away things. Maybe we can start using reusable bottles. Maybe we can get a filter on our water, on our faucets, so that we can, don't have to keep buying these plastic bottles of water that are leaching plastic into our bodies. Maybe we can start um, reusing, you know, different clothes and stuff, getting a sewing kit, learning how to do things that our forefathers and people did to help reuse supplies and to keep this planet beautiful. Because in spite of all that's going on, all the killings and all this planet Earth is still a beautiful country, a beautiful planet. And has a lot to offer, not just our generation, but future generations. So let's seek to take care of it. Climate change will be with us. And some people will seek to politicize it, but it's not. This is where we live at, and everybody must live somewhere. Everybody deserves access to clean air, clean water, clean food, clean sunlight, bright sunlight, rain water, and everything else that the climate, the environment provides for us. So this has been something to think about today. Thank you for joining me on the Weather Gurus podcast. I hope you have a great day and evening and take care. I'll see you for the next episode.